Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Good. How uh, happy Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Hey, hey, happy, happy day. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a happy day. I'm really on the horns of a dilemma about whether to, to make even a, a joke about that. See, the thing about holidays is I think most people don't do things on the holiday that are about the holiday. Hmm. Oh, okay. I mean, are you... I suppose, I mean, like Memorial Day, we would go to graves. You would. You. Wait, wait, wait. What's the one? What's the one for just general dead people, not veterans? That's is that Memorial Day? I think which one is in November? Oh, that's uh, Armistice Day. Armistice Day is for World War One veterans. See, there's a, okay. I think there's a day for veterans, and this mm-hmm. this is not any disrespect, and I'm not stealing valor. We got a day for for well, I, I like Armistice Day. Yeah, of course. That, that's that. Why did we change that? It's but a th- minute of silence at 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11. Yes. That's great. It's that's so great. Stuff. And I think, I think maybe part of it is America doesn't like an anti-war holiday. What? But, um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a little bit, I'm a little bit sick. Um, but, but you got that. Don't you have one that's for fallen veterans? What's the one where you oh. just remember the dead? Is that Shinto, John? Mm, uh, I'm really bad at these. There's, there's remembrance day. I think There's that's where you put on a. Uh, we were uh, a poppy. Yeah, we were in Canada to see Sloan. Yeah. Um, on a Remembrance Day. And oh, everybody they was got wearing poppies. poppies. Yeah, eight stars of gold on a field of poppies. In Flanders Field, something mm-hmm. happened. There's that, and then there's there's Democracy Day. There's uh, there's. No, so- I swear to God, if you're just googling, if you look, search for public holidays U.S., I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> there's there's um. There's May Day where the uh, Soviets run tanks down the middle of the road. Oh, in Australia. Yeah, uh, but also May Day is like a global holiday. We we yes. don't celebrate it at all here. Is that a worker holiday, said. John? Is I that a holiday so. for workers? And so you get the right. day off. You get the day off. That's, I think that's see, that's tidy logically. Formula One. Well, you know, Formula what it was. One. I think I don't know. They put Formula One everywhere. Oh yeah, my, but no, my, my I wife think, likes a program about that. About Formula One? Oh, mm-hmm. she likes a, a program about it. She, she doesn't knows like everything it. about who's hot in Formula One, and it's freaky. But continue. Oh. oh, well, I think that the reason they give you May Day off is so that otherwise, I think this is the genius of it. Otherwise, they would strike on May Day, and oh. it'd be a big disruptive communist uh, people street, you know, people. And so they were like, oh, well, we'll just give it to you off. What do you think about that? And then they all went and had barbecues instead of like protesting and burning cars and stuff. I, Pre- I, I did. Pretty smart, I, right? I, it, it, well, I, I understand what you're saying. You're saying it's a form of hegemony. Like let's encompass mm. and integrate and, if you forgive my saying, denude mm. this protest, potential protest. By the trade right. laborists. Let, let's just include that, and I'll make that a day your kid doesn't have to go to school. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, if you take if you take your old pagan holiday where you're burning uh, uh, witches and and uh, snarfugs and stuff, and uh-huh. uh, then and then you say Jesus was born on that day, and they're like, oh right, okay, so that's a pretty big conversion. Yeah, all the snarfugs that we used to burn on this day. And then you're not um, allowed if you're pro snarfug. Whatever, I'm not sure what that is. But if you're pro snarfug, mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like you're a little bit anti Jesus. Well, so that's it comes I know, around. This is right? a gemini, John. I did. I did what I just accused you of, and I went to a website called Check a Day. Check a Day. C H E C K I. Check a Day. Check a Day. Check a Day. And day 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 uh, uh, and I did find things that it's uh, uh, holidays around uh, the holidays that are today. 
Oh, what are the holidays today besides well, Dr. Would that Reverend interest you at all just for King? a minute while we're kind of settling in? I'm a little bit yeah. sick. And while we're settling in, do you want me to go over some of the other things that are holiday today? I, I would. I would. Let's begin with the banger. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And yes. if, as I, I, what I remember- Or Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, Day, as yeah. I have to say. It's honorific day. Um, observed. Uh-huh. And, oh. uh, you know, I think what I know from uh, a 1984 U2 album, this is not the day that, that he passed away, that he was assassinated. This, I think this is the day he was born, the day of the year. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. One morning, April 4th, a shot rings out from the Memphis sky. But that's when he died. Oh, uh-huh. April 4th. Oh, it's not oh, April oh, now. I get you. I Do you know the shape of the April. year? Have you ever heard about what the shape of the year is? Have you ever seen mm-hmm. that? Yeah, we're on the top now. We're on the top part of it. Yeah. We haven't come. We haven't gone around the first corner yet. Yeah, go back and listen to all the old episodes. All right, so we got um, that. I'll, uh, I'll just, okay, I'll, so so, but wait, right? You wouldn't want to commemorate somebody getting assassinated on the day they were. That wouldn't be a good holiday at all. This is a yeah, this be, is a nice one. You better hope it's a Good Friday. <clears throat> Isn't that assassination day? Good Friday. Yeah. Oh, for Jesus's. Well, yeah. That's when all the Jesuses were killed on Good Friday. Yep. Order 66 went out. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm talking. This is taking. Uh, Order 66. Uh, it goes out to all of the all the clone troops. Roger, Roger. Roger. <laughs> this is taking too long. <laughs> but let's keep it. Let's keep it serious. Uh, I'll just give you a few of these. Oh, look at that. Uh, today, by the way, we're recording this. Hello. January 15th, uh, 2024. Um, it's National Fresh Squeezed Juice Day. <sighs> that can't be true. It's an it's oh. the day of National Fresh Squeezed Juice. And I here uh, given up sugar, and I can't even have yeah, a fruity. Why did you gave up sugar? I did. I did. I gave up sugar on the New Year. Hmm. All right. I might want to write that down. It's been going pretty good. Do you want me to speed around these? Because it's not actually that interesting or Well, no, funny. I bet you there's other good ones. What what else is there? I'll give you a few and you stop me anytime. Uh, elementary school teacher day. National. I, I'm just going to leave off that. the, I'm leaving off the word that. national because it's it's repetitive. It's bagel day. Okay. It's day of service. It's hat what? day. It's what national, does that mean? national hat day. Uh, in oh. the UK, it's national pothole day. National strawberry mm. ice cream day. Um cool. And uh, it's National uh, Booch Day, which is the day, I think, where they celebrate kombucha. Oh, man. Not really. Wikipedia Day. Wikipedia Day. I hadn't heard of that one. Oh, I'd support that. I mean, not with money. (laughs) No. No, no. They already get so much. Okay. All right. Isn't that terrible? They get those big banners. Boy, I use Wikipedia a lot. I do too. 60, I really use it a lot. Sixty to six hundred times a day, but I still have never quite gotten. Isn't up that funny? Neither have I. I give money to so much dumb shit, I and I I don't give money. That's odd. I know. I should give them a thousand dollars. They give me more entertainment, and it's the it's such a major part of my life. If there was one thing I wanted on my phone, it would be Wikipedia. Even before, I don't know. You've probably covered this on, on on one of your programs about the afterworld, the afterlife, the uh, mm-hmm. what you what you want after the after the event, after the big the big one. Yeah, you'd want it printed out though, probably, right? I'd want all of Wikipedia printed out. God, I went to one the other day where it was obviously you know sometimes you go to the Wikipedia page and it was clearly written by a fan of. I, Whatever I, that is. That that and the the one that the new one for well, not new, but the one that I feel like I noticed, yes, fans, but the other one is like this was almost definitely written by someone's assistant. Oh, right. 
Right, exactly. So they couldn't publish it. And then James's fifteenth <laughs> album was released in nineteen eighty four to much acclaim. The ones I like are the ones that are really officious, like really, really already kind of defensive. A little bit of attitude. Yeah, like attitude, like already defensive about you doubting that this person deserves a Wikipedia page, and then full of typos. And some like, some seem to like. I mean, there's a famous some. I I don't I haven't kept up with the trades, but but it used to be time was anybody could go in and do it. I think over time that got more locked down. The role of editors on Wikipedia, the people who are in a position to lock or let people in and out. I don't know if I'm using the right words, and I don't care. But yeah. what I can tell you today is it's real different than it used to be, and that there are people who are watching almost every Wikipedia page like hawks. I think they they, they break up the duties by yeah. topic, but it is so. Reason I say all that. It's prelude to like, it's so funny to me what sometimes stays up and you see the last edit of something was, you know, weeks ago. Yeah. The, the typos are bad, but sometimes it's also just like, you can tell there's people who are doing drive-bys where they'll just be going. There's those funny ones that are like, this is a page about Linnaeus or no better. Like what's a better one? Like this is a page about Thomas Edison. And then it's like, also Thomas Edison was in the, the song by the ping pong band uh, called Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> under like cultural references. Now I think yeah. they've cracked down on that, but I'm, I imagine there's somebody, maybe a super fan, that just goes in and, and adds adds their references to every uh, everything. I, I I would really love the ability to just spot edit like, uh, nope, that's not what you're trying to say. <laughs> you're trying to say this. It's really just a word order problem, or you know. I think you should. Well, I think what you're <laughs> describing, if I could say it, because I've wanted the same thing. I'm gonna call it a heads up. A heads up. I wish I could just select text. Like, this has gotten better over the years. There's apps I use for reading stuff that makes it easier to highlight text. It would be so nice if I could just highlight text and just add a heads up. And it's not a shameful kind of everybody sees it heads up, but just kind of like a, hey, you know, you might hey, want to, you know. I'm just going to flag this. Go have a look at this. I got into the, I, I know I've told you, but uh, pretty early on in Wikipedia, I went on there and, and there was a, I, I was looking up the Starcaster, that guitar that I that I have, that I famously have, and uh, and then at the bottom of the Starcaster page, it had notable <laughs> users. <laughs> oh. And I wasn't on there, oh, and, I, and I was like, "Well, you've forgotten the major notable user here," because the notable users were like Johnny Greenwood, sure, and then Chris Walla, who only had a Starcaster because. He played my Starcaster. And Hello. Then his bandmates gave okay, him a Starcaster. That needs some clarification for sure. Right. And then a couple of no nobodies, a couple of no names that nobody ever heard of, like Joe Starcaster and whatever else. Somebody else had found a Starcaster <clears throat> in a barn. And I was like, hmm. at the at the time, I felt like there, there's a, there's another Starcaster player on here. And so at you know, I logged on unawares. That you're not supposed to edit. You're not supposed right. to put, put yourself in. Because it feels intuitive once you get grok the basic idea of like, hey, Wikipedia, the wiki part of that is, is that there's links to things. And we encourage the public to come in and add things and make corrections. Yeah. That once you grok that, then it seems sensible like, hey, who knows more about Chris Wall, quote unquote, Chris Wallace Starcaster than John Roderick? Exactly. You so added the discourse, if I could say. I, I, I went in and I added a thing. And then... Uh, some point, not very long after that, I went back to see if it had uh, gotten starred or whatever. I, you know, I didn't understand the concept quite yet. I wanted wanted to see how many faves it got. Yeah. And I went back, and it was gone. And so I put it back. And then I went. Oh boy. The next day, they, like, they hate that. Let's see what's going on here. It was gone again. Yes. And then I realized 
oh, wait a minute. How'd they figure it out? There's an invisible hand. Uh-huh. I don't, Adam I Smith. Don't know. I think I think back then it was probably only two or three articles were getting added a day. I but don't you'll know. You'll hear that sometimes because you, you can re- you know mostly unless you're behind seven proxies, you can reverse look up an IP address. And of course, you know if you're like me and you're a student of nuts, it's it's fun to go in and I like to just whether this is Amazon, whether it's wherever. I, if I see a crazy review, I really want to see the other person, the other reviews by the same person. Oh, it's a Yelp thing that you do. You go. <clears throat> same thing, yeah, yeah. Or like this, you just click on that and you're like, oh my gosh, this person has like such a hard on about. I've told you this one before, but on IMDb, you know, there's the goofs section. Yeah, I, I think love I told the goofs. you specifically this, but uh, the, the, I discovered this accidentally looking at some movie that happened to have people wearing uniforms in it. It might have been something like Taps or whatever. I don't know, some old movie. And this person was so seemingly like keeping it together, but like out of joint about how the I'm not sure what the exact word is. What do they call the the ham salad or whatever? <laughs> that the you know that the, the, there were things that were wrong about the uniform. That they were wrong. They were wrong oh, about the, the, the scrambled eggs or scrambled the, uh, eggs, yeah. tossed yeah. salads, and uh-huh. but they would go and like and I was like, huh, that's interesting. They seem like wow, they're really concerned about this. And then you click through and you're like, oh, it's a one issue guy. Oh, they do this everywhere. I, oh. I'm so interested in people like that. I, and that's I, my we, only that's my only viewport into their life. And like, who knows? That could be like who knows, it might be you for all I know. Somebody. Who, who contains multitudes, but I mainly know them as the person who's mad about the epaulets. Yeah, the ham salad guy. Yeah. Uh, we watched the last episode of The Crown last night. Oh, did you finish it? And it or the other one, uh, you know, Prince Philip, ba- back when Prince Harry got yelled at for wearing that Nazi uniform. I remember that. And then Prince Philip called up the costume shop and yelled at him because the, the uniform was inaccurate. The Nazis, the Rommel Africa Corps, didn't actually wear that swastika on their uniform. Oh, that was just. Dude, are they not aware of their history? He was just pissing up a rope. He was having fun. Like Philip was like, "Well, this is dumb, so I'm just gonna add yeah. my two cents." You don't think of them as a fun-loving people, the British royal family, but you know they get no. their fun where they can. And yet, and yet, Dominic, I couldn't finish that last season. It was. <laughs> But like I, I've loved all the other ones. I just I stopped after two, but because mm. like all the people I like are aren't there. I like Dominic West, love Dominic West, but I do think based on the little bit I know about uh, the former Prince Charles, I, I I think they really dressed him up and made him seem a lot more charming. Really? Because he's not very charming. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's pretty... a reason they did a documentary. Uh, the BBC came in and, like, with at the time, I think full access in, I want to say, 1968. And of course, you've seen this over the years. A couple times a season, there will be a point. <laughs> and you really, you really do get this in the movie that's with, uh, I forget which one it is. It might be called The Queen, but it's the one that starts with Diana's death. And yeah. it's got Michael, that actor I love, the Welsh actor I love, as uh, Tony Blair. Uh, and, and, but like a couple times a season you get to tell like, wow, should we be less horrible? Should we like stop conspicuously consuming? And should we, I'm like, should we let people, should we maybe let people leave flowers for Diana instead of, instead of having like a bulldozer move them? Yeah. Right. And it's, you know, I understand this, this, their job. It's complicated, but it is complicated. How'd you feel about this season? Did you know Dominic West is younger than us? What? No. Not by much. Not by much. McNulty. One year. He's one year younger than I am. And, <gasps> and so I don't know. I'm seven years younger than you, you or whatever. Say. I'm afraid so. Playing Prince Charles, who's, I don't know, 
<laughs> well, you figure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those horses is the queen, the literal oh, crown. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the last couple of episodes of The Crown, very emotional, very, very, uh, very. Uh, oh, good. You know, it's a nice it's a nice wrap up. It's a. Uh, oh, the did end. they get up to her dying? No, that's oh. the thing. I, it appears that they ended the show 20 years. Uh, she had still had 20 Isn't years. Isn't Meghan Markle in it? Uh, no Markles, no. What about the other one? No, uh, What's her name, the, Pippa? What's the uh, other one who married a Pippa's, prince? Pippa's the younger of the... There's No, but the... No, the, what's the one who married... What's the first marriage one? Not Megan, the one before that. The you're talking about the, the future Queen of England. If, I mean, I think that is so presumptuous. What's her name? It's, yeah, not, she, it's not like me having three seventh generation bottles of seventh generation dishwashing liquid and going, oh, this is the heir to the crown, because I know I'll get to that third one eventually. But, you know, if you're third in line for anything, f- so he's second in line now, right? Who, the, the next king? The one who's the, married to the other one. Yeah, the Prince of Wales, they call him. Huh. Did you know, did you know that Charles was my age in like 2003? <laughs> I know. Yeah. This, this, is, <laughs> this is the value of that Google Sheet I sent you that I've yeah. now turned into a GPT where I can ask you questions and say things like, how old was Grandma Steinus? Uh, when, on what date was Grandma Steinus the age that Billy is right now? Or oh. what's a popular song the year that Grandma Steinus turned 30? Right. See, that's cute. And I would do that for the like Royals that. as well because I, I get, I get, you know, it was great. You know, it was good that, that season with Charles Dance. The first, the first Diana season, that was a good season. Yeah, that was a good season. I right. love Charles Dance. Hi, everybody. Well, Welcome the, to Roderick on the line. The, uh, the, you know, what's interesting is that when I was a kid, there were not, I didn't see that many photographs from my dad's childhood. My dad didn't have that many pictures of his own childhood. Remind me where he, where he was born and grew up. He, well, he was born in Frederick, Maryland. Okay. But his mother was born here in Seattle. And so she had just moved to Frederick, Maryland for one year uh, because my grandfather had a was a minister in the first Methodist church of Frederick, Maryland. Okay. And then that didn't pan out, and so they moved back to Seattle. <laughs> so my dad was only there's one. There's a story there. There is. Okay. They only, they, he was born there, but, but all of his siblings were born here, and he grew up here, and his you know, great-grandparents and so forth. Um, but according to my mom, my dad had blocked out most of his childhood. He, he just didn't, he didn't remember it. And he, and if you asked him questions about it, he would just kind of not, not really reply. So when I was, you didn't get the sense that it was something he, if it's something he didn't remember, it wasn't something he wanted to pursue to try and remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And so <clears throat> there were very few, he and I had conversations about his childhood, but it wasn't like my daughter and, and, uh, my childhood because every six minutes, I will say, oh, you see that stoplight? <sighs> well, you know, uh, when I was a kid, stoplights looked exactly like that. And we would stop just as we're stopping now. And she's like, huh. why are you telling me this story? Yeah, I'm like, well, it's, because it's something we do, you know, stopping 
stopping is a thing. I've done that. I've said, you see that 7-Up sign there? In the 1970s, the the, the manufacturers of the bev- beverages would give, a, we called it a pony cake. <laughs> you give the, a pony, some people call oh. it a bodega. Sure, there were pony through. cake fridges, a fridge. I've never known, a pony cake was a Just kind. A pony cake. It was a kind of keg. <laughs> so, so, so if she ever murders me, yeah. it will be because I say <laughs> That sounds a lot like those. Yeah, you see that light bulb? <laughs> The light bulb was invented by Thomas. Ed- She'll just murder me. Uh-huh. But my dad, his whole uh, was uh, it only started during the Kennedy administration. Ah, huh. so or you know or, or the fifties maybe. Wait, no, which, which, which was, part? Which part started in the Kennedy administration? Just his constant r- reminiscing about. Oh, oh, and well, the point. The point here being, he's not a man who's uninterested in talking about the past or his past it's just he doesn't want to talk about fredericksburg or whatever yeah and and he doesn't want to talk about the 1920s let's say a little oh. bit a little bit but but you know he was my daughter's age in 1933 right and Jesus and so he did Christ, every once that is sobering he did sometimes say things like, oh, I used to be a delivery boy for Bartels. Oh, and I would, they haven't I, made that. <laughs> we pick, pick up the old bottles of Bartels <laughs> and put down new ones. And, He'd ride his bike down to Chinatown and take big bags of saltpeter <laughs> up, up to the tongs. What? And the guys are up there playing dominoes and and. Were they and making mahjong. gunpowder? What was he doing with saltpeter? Who knows? Saltpeter. Saltpeter. Who knows? And so he'd walk through the, the these gambling parlors, 1920s Chinatown, Jesus. with these bags of saltpeter, and go into some back room where there's five guys smoking cigars and hand them this, you know, and they'd give him two two bits. <laughs> and he's like, you know, and so, but I didn't see pictures. I didn't. I I all of that just seemed like some kind of uh, American gibberish, right? Some some lingo that was like, what the hell are you talking about anyway? Um, but now. Because there's so much internet, and they're just you know, and content coming. I've, from as every- you can tell from what I sent you, I have just while we're speaking, I spent the last few minutes. A, I just sent you a Johnny a picture of Johnny Greenwood playing his Starcaster with a bow, with a bow, and Into I sent a you box. A, it's a great yes. picture, and I sent you a picture of the kind of Seven Up sign that my uh, my my kid does not find interesting. Uh, the yeah, internet great, opens all of sign. this up. Well, and so I'm 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 on a lot of uh, local history groups, and so I'm getting every day these pictures of like here's Seattle in 1890, here's Seattle in 1905. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, my great grandfather and his two brothers arrived in Seattle in 1883, let's say, 1883. Yeah, and so you see these pictures of Seattle that are that are clearly. Hilarious, you know, they're like historical photographs. Seattle had a population of 15,000 people. The streets were dirt and there are guys in top hats. I was saying this to my kid. We were just watching something. I might have been Fargo. No, it could have been Fargo. We were watching something that had a flashback to Seattle from a pretty long time ago. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that until like a certain, well, you know, and there's, there's also, there's Alaska in this show that we're watching. And I was just talking about like how, like there's communities in America that are like big cities now that were just not a huge deal early in the last century. I mean, wasn't it mostly paper or like logging, like the wood industry in Seattle? You know what we did? You know what Seattle did? 
We hmm. built we built San Francisco after your fire. We sent you all the logs and Kinda all like the coal. Kind of like how West Virginia won the war with coal. That's right. It was West Virginia that won the war and Seattle that built San Francisco. Hobby and then we, damned. We I'm also, so sorry I didn't know that. No, it's okay. It's that, should, right. that, guys, should get, that should get a day. You know, you don't owe us anything. That's what I'm here to say. I don't really say. consider myself a resident. <laughs> of San Francisco. No, <laughs> I never have. City. You've lived there 30 years. I, well, I think that that is factually correct. But I don't yes. think of myself as in any way an essentially San Francisco or California person at all. Yeah, go you ahead. Know, now, now but thank you, you anyway. That. I mean, I do live here, so I need that. Don't now, I seem still pretty basically Florida in a lot of ways? Well, you do. Like, wh as soon as I like, Above soon as you average said it, Florida, like, but Florida. Wait a minute. He doesn't seem like you're... You don't seem like a Californian at all. I'm a cafeteria Californian. I mean, there's stuff I do like... I, I meant said this the other day on the internet... One of my very first impressions when I first came to San Francisco um, for work, I was here for a job. My friend Michael, my dear friend Michael, who you know, ferried me around and mm -hmm. introduced me to the city. And one of the, my first positive impressions of San Francisco was the ease with which strangers briefly join one another's conversations. Oh, that's I, nice. No, but like you're waiting at a, at a stoplight and you overhear something somebody says and you say something. And it's not as not anywhere near as weird as other places I've been. I love stuff like that. Like I say, mm -hmm. you do that in Florida, they're going to throw a pit bull at you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't, just, <clears throat> yeah. you don't just start talking to people at the Costco or the Sam's or, or whatnot. We do do that. You know, Seattle has this reputation of being unfriendly, but I'll tell you what, anytime somebody goes, it's like, uh, it's like when Kenneth Parcell gets on the elevator yeah. and he goes, what is this, the local? And everybody laughs. It's, it's, <laughs> I love it's, him. It's like that. Uh, he's an eternal. <laughs> it's really like that here. Every time I go down the aisle in a supermarket so, and somebody's pulling some granola off the shelf, I'm like, granola? You know, I, I just met her. And, uh, you know, and then it's like, not funny. And if it's, a, if it's like. the clicker because it's got a water bug on it. <laughs> If it's if it's uh, if it's a single mom, she always yeah. you know hurries away. But I you know you sit and talk to the checkers. There's this there's this uh, there's this moment where you're like you make a point of visiting with people who aren't allowed to leave. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, so how's your day? You uh, refer to as the gal. Off? I'll talk to that gal. He's talk to that gal at Ralph's. <laughs> Talking to the lady carpenter. <laughs> but um, she has a name. It's Karen. But I for sure. Now look at those photographs and think, wait a minute, my grand, my great grandparents were here then and firemen are still, uh, on a horse drawn fire truck and I can see the photograph and it's, there's every possibility that that woman in a giant hat and a bustle mm -hmm. is actually friends with my great grandmother. Given How is the, given the size of the community, they might've at least like been in the same i don't know church or like but like or like been, just been in the same area at the same time there is a size of hat where you a size of sunday hat where you know every woman that has a hat that big knows one another in a town that small especially during the gilded age i yeah. think you knew from hats you knew from hats and so now it, that's tripping me out because every time i see a historical photograph the first thing i think is my dad was nine was he in that crowd? Right. 
Or like, uh, or like, for example, like the, not maybe not D Day, but things were like you know my dad was in Korea, a terrible time in Korea. But like you, you see things and you're like, huh? What if my dad, like my dad, got a tattoo when he was in Tokyo? You know what I mean? There's those kinds yeah. of weird things, like that little kid sort of thing, where you're like, wow, I wonder if my dad was ever there. I Your wonder dad if that's was where a my handsome man. Thank you. He a really was. I appreciate that. Man. I'll send you a photo. He's very handsome. Um, I've, he, I've got a few. Okay. Okay. Huh. Tell him I said I'm, hi. But but uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe cut down on the Winstons. I think in the twenty plus years that you and I have known each other, you've sent me three photographs of your dad, and he's very and he looks very much like you. Very yeah. handsome. Yeah, but really like you ever do together. that? Like I know that's a little bit like magical thinking, but to think like oh, people with big hats probably know each other. But like that's a way that we as I say, it's a little kid thing because it is. It's especially a little kid thing of trying to find ways to make con- connections in the past or with the past, even in ways that maybe aren't the most rational. And I think that's, I think that's part of like, we yearn for those kinds of connections. Don't you think? I I, I know you do. I feel like I know you do. I desperately do. Yeah. Seattle's population in 1880, which would have been right before they arrived, was 3,500 people. And and in what, and this sounds like a dumb question, but in and how different was the size of the community or how how different, how much real estate are we talking about for that number of people? Cause probably the city got bigger and spread out. Was that in yeah. a smaller area as well? Well, but, but the thing about it is the thing that makes Seattle so interesting is that it's on an isthmus, isthmus. and the isthmus, it's on one of only two cities in America that's built on an isthmus. Now that I did, I did not know that. Yep. And uh, the thing about the isthmus is that it really uh, concentrates the available land hmm. because you can only go so far but before you hit a body of water. There's a lake over there. There's a lake over there. There's an ocean over here. Maybe and there's a, a big bo- bo- body of water going through the rye. That's right. And then there's this big swampy river down to the south. And so uh, all, the, all the land that currently is like what you would call Seattle proper was all understood to be part of Seattle. I mean, you had to take a trolley car that was made out of logs. <laughs> to get there, but it, you could Which way are you going? Are you going on the footy or taking the log? <laughs> long, long. Yeah, log flume <laughs> out to the roller coaster. We didn't have horns yet. Uh, so, so the night, but I think what happened is between 1880, when the population was 3,500 oh people, God. and 1890, when it was 40,000 people, was the, the gold rush, the Klondike, the Klanduck gold rush. <laughs> And rebuilding Klamath. San Francisco. I think it's pronounced Klamath. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and that was the Klamath. Oh my God! Imagine if you had Klamath Ithmuth. That well, would be Klamath, so hard to say. Klamath is an Oregon. Klamath Ithmuth. Oh, sorry. It, that Klamath is a different. You are all the same area. to me. Yeah, I know. I know. And we're, but we're not the same to each other. Ugh. I know. Less than, that's what Freud calls the narcissism of small differences. It really is. Except contiguous states a, hate each other. It's not a small difference because they mm. are hippie hayseeds and oh. we are sophisticated adult people here. Always always have been. 1880, yeah, 3,500 people. Yeah. 1890. Now, are you looking at numbers for this or are you just going doing this off the dome? No, I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. No, 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 no. Well, that can, no, no, you win. Oh, see, mm. we got to give them money. We should find out. I'm going to ask ChatGPT no. how much money I should give Wikipedia. No. Are you going to ask them right now? That seems you like. You wouldn't know if I did, but yeah, I probably will. Um, no, but don't you have to talk? Don't you say, no. hey, chat GPT. No, no. Turn on the uh, the furnace. Thank God I don't. 
Hey, Chad, TPT, open my garage door. Siri, beep, stop. Beep. Hey, Siri, stop. <laughs> hey, Siri, stop. Hey, Siri, stop. That's turn, most. Turn, turn up the volume. Turn down the volume. Echo, stop. Echo, stop. That is most of my communication with these devices. It sounds like you want to get some kind of surgery for pleurisy. No, that's not. What, I didn't say anything. I'm watching TV in another room. Pleurisy as a condition. Oh, my God. You have uh, you have seven packages that have been delivered. <laughs> would, you up. would you like to know more about conditions? See, I don't have any electric electronics in this house, in my house. What I have is two amplifiers from the 1950s. Wow. I have a microwave oven, and yeah. I have the laptop that I use to record this program on my coffee table. And I am, as usual, sitting on my couch, my green couch, looking out the window. Yeah. And that is the extent of my connectivity. Uh, but at my daughter's mother slash partner's house, yeah. she has all the little bleeps and blops, the, yeah. the machines that Does are she, listening. she utilize them? They talk to that thing all the God, the more than they talk to me. Yeah. Hey, Siri, put on the block. Hey, Siri, what a blah, blah. And the, and the box is talking back to him. And about, about 16% of it is useful information. Sometimes, oh, but here, here's the thing. I plug my phone. One out of six isn't even all that great in hitting. I, pl I plug my phone into my truck. That's one thing I do do. And I push the button on the steering wheel and I go uh, directions to uh, the nearest video game parlor. And yeah. the machine comes up with it. But if I say, who was the second bass player in Journey? Yeah. I get gibberish or I get, you know, there's an answer. Is it Ross Valerie? I think it's Ross Valerie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to know more about Ross Valerie? I'm just going to call you. Hey, Merlin, who was the second bass player in Journey? Jonathan Kane was married to Tawny Katane. Their names rhyme. Oh. Would you like to know more about rhymes? Tawny Katane. Tawny Katane. Do you remember her hit single, Holding On? I don't know if I do. You'll know about it after we're done here. <laughs> Are you going to say Tawny Katane is a very hot 80s name. It really is. It's, it's, uh, it's I feel like... I feel like she was the 80s. Yeah. And I'm, I was not somebody. I, I doubt very much that you were somebody yeah. who had posters of girls. No, I mean, like, like, I think I know where you're going with this. I mean, apart from stuff like being deeply attracted to every girl who was ever in a ZZ Top video, like, I didn't have terribly pedestrian tastes in make-believe women for yeah. that long. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, they didn't I mean, make I got posters. weird fast. I was into it, Catwoman as a child, so you know. Sure, sure, so, sure. You know, they they didn't make posters of the of the girls that I really idolized. Like if they had made a poster of, of Mary Lou Henner in uh, Johnny Dangerously, or, or, or Martha, Martha, Martha from uh, MTV. Oh, Martha Quinn. Oh, yeah, but didn't, wasn't she one of yours? Well, Martha Quinn seemed like a girl that I actually would know in school, and oh, I would have followed her for six months in college. And then when she, when we started following each other on Twitter and 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 bad, badnidging back and forth, uh -huh. it was like, well, see, that's what I knew. This was all. This would be true. Forever. Interesting. I'm starting to see a pattern here because didn't you also follow Molly Ringwald? Well, sure. Molly okay. Ringwald and I are almost exactly the same age. You both love France. And I, I, I I'm sure I've told you this. You're before. both frustrated by the donger. I, the first. Five. This is. I'm going to use a sex term now for oh, those of you oh, okay. who so Everybody, cover your ears. C, C, CW sex stuff. Yeah. 
Um, the <laughs> that first... sounds like a that sounds like a song <laughs> about trucks. Stuff. Oh, it sounds like a Frankie Goes to Hollywood record. <laughs> I didn't know if the cop had seen us because right now there was a bear down on my penis. But we I got did. A CW the first, sex guy. The first five women that I had a congress with, <laughs> emotional congress, <laughs> yes, uh, were all redheads, and I didn't realize it until after. Until years Until after, later. it would be useful to know. <laughs> well, and at the, yeah, at the time I was yeah. like, <clears throat> I thought that what I liked was dark-haired girls with big eyes. But what it turned That's out, I was actually was doing was uh, was meeting and loving uh, redheaded girls. Yeah, and I didn't notice a pattern <sighs> until looking back <clears throat> later and going, well, well, wait a minute, mm-hmm. what is that? All, what is that all about? Like. Is that some Celtic thing coming through? Um, yeah, you know where it's like I covered this with seven layers of butcher paper, but there's still there's still ink making its way through. I don't understand how that could have been. But it's also it's also like a distinction between like the thing that's your bizarre, mostly media generated fantasy object mm. versus like what when you actually kind of get your hands around it, like and, and you have access. Mm. That's that's that you 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 pushed through to get mm. to the redheads. But then, even so, like uh, all of uh, all of the real the girls I really liked, they were Molly Ringwald, Mary Lou Henner. First of all, their names all started with M. Yeah, uh, Moni Mitane, uh, and they were all uh, they were all redheads. <coughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and but not uh, Marilyn Monroe because she was dead. Well, by that point in time, yeah, and yeah. also she had been turned into a into a, a caricature by the time we came around. Yeah, goodbye, England's Good, Rose. Yeah, yeah, goodbye, Norma Jean. Mm-hmm. Um. I said John, John, John wasn't in the time. crown, though, was he? I don't remember. <laughs> I think he might have been referenced. Do you know Elizabeth Debicki, 6'3"? I don't know who that is. Oh, you're the woman who played uh, Diana. Yeah. I did know that because she was in that other movie. That's Tenet. Where, a Tenant, where they actually kind of made her height a thing, yeah. whereas in the crown... They They're didn't playing do the, it down. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do the thing where they shot her from angles and put her co-hosts on, or co-stars on boxes. You can tell she's very tall. Yeah. But they didn't make it a, because Diana wasn't that tall, was she? Not, no, no, no not at all. Not at all. I'm she sorry. I'm sorry. I took, I think I've t- taken you off every single thing you've tried to pursue. You were getting back to a Frederick, the battle of Fredericksburg and your father, yeah. but along the way we've touched upon the, the Gilded Age. And I only know about the Gilded Age because of the TV show, the Gilded Age, which mm. I know is, it starts in the early 1880s. Mm, oh, and it was by gilded. the way, and it was gilded, but here's the thing. If you had a manse, as they say on, mm-hmm. in online magazines, if you had a mansion that was on, what would that be? But like right by what was then Central Park when it was literally just a park? Of course you knew everyone. Sure you did. Especially <laughs> if they had a big hat. You knew the, uh, based on what I've learned from the Gilded Age, uh, you also knew uh, like who other people's servants were and whether they were drinking. Well, small town. The- the thing is, we're now living in another Gilded Age, except it's a glitzy garbage age. Uh-huh. But it's the same thing. It's the same amount of, of income disparity. It's the same. Like, but instead of going to Metropolitan Opera, you're on Instagram. Or you're, or you're on some kind of Tesla loop underneath Las Vegas oh, that's not there for any yeah. good reason except that they built it. And, um, you know, and, but the thing is the protests that, you know, the protests that we're having now against income inequality are not new. There were anarchists in 1892. I read, I read yesterday on the internet that DEI is out. The who? 
Oh, uh, DEI, you know, d- diversity, uh, equality. Oh, and, uh, it's not cool anymore? Is you, what well, we know it's not cool in certain communities. I am s- continuing to take the... I'm so sorry I'm a little bit sick. I have a lot of snot. What okay. is your sickness right now? I have a cold. <gasps> Isn't that refreshing? Wow, just a cold, a normal cold. Not as far as I know, I'm, I'm, is, neg- is, I'm negative um, for COVID, and I've got yeah. snot, and I'm not yeah. like totes out of it. It's Did not you go like back when to I had liver, liver disease. Is that what happened? Yeah, I got a dose of uh, thrush from licking railings, much like yeah, the character yeah. in that Bell and Sebastian song. <laughs> the anyway. boy with the Arab strap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he Arab strapped himself to death. I, I God, I remember that. I was on the green cover. I remember that. Yeah, I know you do. Oh, I love. I like Tiger. Who was the second base player in Bell and Sebastian? Uh, that's, see, that's tough. It is. That, see, I stopped. This is, but this is also our problem. Is I stopped learning things after a certain point. Well, but I don't think it's I know that. the singer. I think the sewer singer is. I think he's called Stuart Murdoch. There you go. And they had a they have a cellist whose name I used to know, and I know Dan Behar was in Destroyer. And yeah. then and then uh, uh, the uh, new, new pornographers. pornographers. Well, but the thing is, I think it's not that you stop learning things. It's that in stop remembering until, things. No, up until 1990, there were only 40 bands. And I was reading Circus Magazine cover to cover. I was reading All Music Guide or Trouser yeah. Press cover. I actually did own both of those, and I I read them like other people read regular books. Starting in 1994, there were suddenly 10,000 bands. How could you possibly know? Every in and out. I mean, I, I yeah, do it makes me feel better when you know say a that. weird number of facts and, and uh, trivia bits about indie rock bands, but that's obvious. We right, were, I, you know, I'd love to come back in a few stuff. minutes and do a uh, pop quiz with you. Oh, but see, I'm, I uh-huh. am. Oh, that all of a sudden. Huh? No, back to Fredericksburg brain, for you. My brain is starting to turn to mush right in front of my eyes. <sighs> I can I wish see I it all the time. Lucky. I'm like, what was the word for the thing? Oh, what was John. the thing that you used to open cans? I got in trouble oh, about God. it. What? It, uh, what? The thing what? you used to open cans? What is, what is the one? What are the things that have? Mine's food in them funnier, that are round? but yours is worse. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Uh, but I'm pulling it off still. I'm like one of those people that's slowly going nuts, but but manages to keep a brave face on. So people are like, John's still exactly I think the same. If, if, if you're amusing, like mm. both, both uh, either and, and both of us can be, you mm. can find a way to play it off legit. For a long for a time. While. For a yeah. while. What are those little spiky things that come down from trees? Caltrops. No, it's... Um, Caltrans? They're like, no, they're like, they look like poops. Oh, I know what you mean. The helicopter um, seed guys. No, no, no. They're bigger. They're, uh, they're brown. They're like a, they look like a goblet. No, Mahershala no. Ali? No, they're um, sort of diamond shaped. They have seeds in them. They oh, only like, come like down a from certain trees. No. No, we don't have those here. Okay. Uh, oh, they come down from the trees that are green all the time. The what other thing start, one starts to do is, is derails, we start to derail an entire story because mm. we can't remember one arguably tertiary detail. Mm. What was the name of that fella? What was that guy? Can I tell you a story? I know that guy. Ah. No, you keep doing yours. Keep you doing yours. But I do this one. I want. I've just got to share with you, which will only, share it. which will only really probably be funny to you. It won't be that funny to our audience. A funny thing happened because you know I'm definitely on the way to the forum. Uh, yes. Sorry, um, that's a reference that something is like, da, da. three people are like, yay, comedy tonight. <laughs> but I, I, uh, well, you, you, do you ever have moments where you just forget stuff that you know, you know. 
Oh, uh, yes. Okay, well, that's the thing, right? And, like, you start, you still are copious enough to realize, and fucking John Syracuse, you are not allowed to, I know he'll hear this episode, probably tonight or tomorrow, you are not allowed to ever bring this up, John <coughs> Syracuse. Okay. But isn't that, isn't your whole other show with John Syracuse just you guys bringing up stuff that you and I talked about that he's mad about? I mean, his whole <laughs> life is like a rectal thermometer in search of my anus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so so real quick in terms of prologue. Uh, so yeah, like, and and I'm putting that in a fairly specific way because we all know about tip of the tongue phenomenon and the thing where you're like, oh, I know it starts with a T, and like it is getting worse. I am definitely, obviously, I'm getting older. Thank God, I am getting older. I do think I had some COVID problems, and I also have some cognitive screw ups. Because now wait, are you saying that that you had some version of long COVID that has affected you longly? I mean, I, I, because I have not been like cognitively tested on the reg yeah. or at all, There's apart no from the cognitive test that is my life, I could just tell you anecdotally that like, I sure do lose my train of thought a lot more than I used to. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just the edibles though that probably helps, but I, mm-hmm. I do stuff just the way I keep phrasing it to my poor family is like stuff just slides off my brain. But, but here's the part that's, that's uh, somewhere between, it's not really, it's not really a, certainly a constellation, but it's definitely a bizarre feeling is like when you're young and you go like, Oh, I know, I know that. And then you yeah. like, all I see, I think I described this to you once as being like, I can't see the thing. Like we, I think we were talking specifically about what's I called the threshold effect, like where you go from one room to another and forget why you're there, which I've been doing for years. <laughs> but it's like it's like you look look to your mental right and expect to see the thing that you're there for, and all you see is a hole where you know that thing should be. So oh, whatever yes. feeling you have in the past of this is something I know that I know I know, but I can't get to it right now, has become so much more profound for me in a way that I'm trying to like deal with, but like, it's definitely a thing. And this, this came to a head a few weeks ago when long story short, we were watching righteous gemstones, which yeah. features, uh, the, 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 this latest season, by the way, great show, great seasons all the way through great show. Um, but the woman who was on third rock from the sun, I think her name's like Kristen something, but she was like the pretty lady who was on third rock. Anyway, she's on Righteous Gemstones. And then I said something to, to Madeline about, oh, yes, yeah, she was on, I think I at the time called it 30 Rock, which is a thing I do constantly. So let's just get that one out of the way. As I call things, I would call third rock from the sun 30 rock because oh, I'm, turning, sure, sure. I'm turning into your dad. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, she was the, like, you know, with the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she yeah. goes, yes. And she, now, thing is, my wife is so much more copious than I am, but she's also much more resistant to admitting where this is going, oh, which okay. makes it funnier. So I go, oh, yeah, because it's me, right? I open it. I'm like, oh, come on. The actor. And she goes, I know. Uh, Garp. <laughs> uh, I'm Garp. like, yeah, he's the football player who, you know, in Garp. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Anyway, neither of us could remember who John Lithgow is. Right. We could not remember the name John Lithgow. But you, Which, could, but you could name six movies that he'd been in and... Oh, well, I mean, it's... Yes, yes. Yeah. It, let's just prelude to say that la- literally last night, we were talking about this phenomenon. This is not going to be funny, but you need to hear this. Uh, we're, watching, we're watching TV. We were probably watching... Oh, yeah, we were watching The Curse, the last episode of The Curse. And anyway, it came up again, and, and we were talking about like when you can't remember things in particular... And Madeline said, you know, the one that always blew my mind is Adam Lissagor, a.k.a. Lonely Sandwich. She's sure. like, do you remember when he didn't know the name of that, that actress? 
And I go, I don't remember that. What, what, what was it that happened? And she's like, <laughs> the poor thing. Remember, the point of the story is that Adam didn't know this famous actress. Yes. And Madeline says, oh, you know. Oh, the, and then she doesn't remember the actress. She goes, the, you know. The from, one. Uh, she's in the... The one, the one our friend didn't remember them. It was hilarious, but now... Yeah, now it's well, not what was so your funny. name? Catherine. I said, Catherine, like Catherine, off the dome. I was like, Catherine Zeta Jones? Because at she, this point, she's completely, she can't even do the like, oh, they were in the world according to Garp. Oh, right, she's lost it she's all. She's like, it's all like, the, the, this is all Terra Incognito, there be dragons shit. Is like, I know there's a person whose name is like Catherine who was in <laughs> movies, and I can't believe Adam didn't know who she is. And I said, okay, Catherine. And then we were finally like, we finally, we kept at it. And of course, my kid is really, really enjoying hearing this. And sure. then we finally get to, oh, she was in like, I was like, oh yeah, she was in Romancing the Stone. And she <gasps> oh, goes, she goes, it oh, is Catherine she Zeta was, Jones. she goes, she was, yes, she was in <laughs> Romancing the Stone. I said, and, and she was in Body Heat. And she at this point. She never her poor heart alone. I was like, so we're, at this point, we are laughing at how fucking funny this is and then how meta funny it is. And we're like, yes, Catherine. And she was in Body Heat with John Hurt. Mm-hmm. Or William Hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one, she it's was William. with one of the Hurts. Yeah, William yeah. Hurt. So they lived we, in a big uh, circle house. In the end, it was about four, five minutes that we could not, I had to finally go on the internet to remember the name Kathleen Turner. Yeah, it's not Catherine at all. It's close I, I, though. I mean, it's adjacent. It's an adjacent Turner. What? What? Do you do this? To, Does this happen to you? Well, what happened in my family was this: my mom and my dad, both very articulate people, and both uh, remained articulate till the end. My dad had a funny way, uh, and my mom is ninety now, and still, she does the thing every once in a while she's, where I'm like, she's getting old, but she is sharp. Yeah, but I but she is doing the thing like today. She wrote me and she said, "You forgot to change that light bulb in my house," and I said, "I didn't forget to do it. It's just that a fire alarm went off when I was standing on a ladder, and you said, "Go get out, get out," and so I ran out of the house, all right, holding a light bulb. But I didn't forget to do it. And she was like, oh, right. And then she tells me like a six minute long story about what happened as a result of the fire alarm. And I'm like, that, I, 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 nah, I don't care. So your mom or, or, had an errant, errant smoke alarm go off? There was, yeah, were, there was something like okay. that. Right. And, and, uh, but what, what happened in, in my little family was my sister always made up her own words for things. Oh, wow. And, um, and it's just that, you know, words, were not a, a, a fixation and a fascination for her like they are for a lot of us. Uh, and by a lot of us, I mean in our tiny little pool of nerds that are our friends. Like for you and me, an interest in words was one of the things that uh, initially attracted us to I didn't one know. Another. I didn't know it at any of the times, but it was a huge consolation to me growing up how much words meant in my life. I didn't realize it until I was in my 30s that... It's not just a nice thing to be able to speak. Like words were like, I, I words were my sports. I well, really I, loved I, words. I know. And you know, the first time we met and are driving back across the bridge with you mm-hmm. to your Strength house. was hitting on my wife at the time. In a well, he car. was. And you were like, hey, do you guys need a place to stay? How about my house on the exact opposite side of San Francisco? Yes. Like completely away. Like you might as well drive to LA for how far <laughs> my house is. <laughs> And we were like, 
riding in the car and just to the fact that you were using words the way you were, I was like, who's this guy? Yeah. And then I, I said the same them, way about you and yeah. you and Sean. We, I was still we going to give short shrift to the other guys, but the two of you, I was instantly so in love with both of you for the same reason. Yeah. You were like words. And then we were like, well, also mm, words. we like words but, too. <laughs> so Susan didn't have that, but she was in a world of people that were that were all about words and it was, and so she just started making up her own words. That's, that's so funny. And her words were in some cases more accurate in terms of there. She always, there's always an element of onomatopoeia to what she's saying. And she sometimes will capture the, the moment better with a made up word than with the word. That is such a gift. And I, so I was always fascinated by it. And then over the years, I kind of started to understand her internal grammar and started to sort of imitate it at first in a teasing way Mm -hmm. uh, where I was just like, oh yeah, you know, the, it's the, whatever I said at the beginning of this episode, the, the, the Gravnorfs or whatever, where it's Mm -hmm. like, well that everybody understands Mm -hmm. what that, what that is, right? It's some kind of Krampus, but it isn't Krampus. Well, you a, certainly know just from context what it's probably not. What it's not, right. Yeah, and I, then, I, you've got me, for years now, you've got me saying snork, and I'm yeah. not sure I know what a snork is. I think it might have been a cartoon show or a candy, but I know exactly what it means in this context. <laughs> exactly. Which and it I means like normal civilians who are not that smart. Yeah, snorks that are like, yeah. People that, who are not right. in on it. The people that uh, that in the montage are either moving a lot faster than us or a lot slower than us. And uh, and their faces are blurred. Yes, because we're walking in the you know in a different at the correct universe. velocity. Yeah, but as time has gone on, I've become I stopped doing it in in jest, and started partly just living in a world where I where I feel like well, there's not necessarily a word for everything. I'm just going to use my own like a gr- a different grammar that um that just seems to work better. And now I'm just absolutely every day I'm just making up words for things. Oh, I love and, this. And it's going along with my decrepitude in the sense that when I don't remember the word <laughs> Do for something. Do you remember something, your word? I just make it up. And oh, by the end yeah. of the sentence, I don't remember what word I used. We're not talking here about dingus or who's he what's We're talking about like you come up with a, a bespoke noun for the thing that you don't know the name of and can't find. And w- talking to you and talking to Ken every week both extremely smart guys, I'm using words and I know you know what I mean. I know Ken knows what I mean and neither of you correct me mm-hmm. and the audience knows except that I get a lot of feedback from the audience uh, where they're like, do you know that that wasn't the word? Is that a bit? Or to, like which, to which I am increasingly, and I don't do it, but I'm cre- increasingly so inclined. I say this sometimes and I feel bad. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but if that makes it funnier for you, that's good. Because <laughs> they know the word, right? They're young people or well, their they, minds they, are still they know, they know the snork word. They know the snork word, yeah. right. But they don't, they don't know, you know, it's not even that Bastic of Potatoes. Every, is, ugh, everybody is, a, is out there bastardizing words in journalism ease and like and saying impact when they mean effect. And they're doing all this bullshit with where we have a perfectly good word for something. I don't want to hear a syllable about you and me coming up with new and often better 
more novel words that are also sometimes more specific and contextually aware than the, the existing words that, that, you, that you snorks thought John meant to say. I mean, and the thing Without is, respect. isn't infect what they really mean? They mean infect. Like, stop, uh, stop using impact or affect because it's infect. Right, and or, get an infection. Or, or, uh, or amphor, it's a, It really is a big ass. It's <laughs> amphorny. Amphornorb. I, I don't it's know. A, it's a big, point, it's a, it is a big ask. Halfway through a word sometimes, I, <laughs> take, I take a turn, uh-huh. and I come out of the word. I come out of the back end of the word. You steer, uh, there, you steer into the skid. <laughs> yeah, there was a Y juncture, and I just was like, well, you know, take the road less traveled by. Yeah, and, you frosted. And, you know, and it's not just like, oh, that's a Latin word, and you put a Greek suffix. Oh, I hate that. It's like, oh no, that's a German word. <laughs> I put a, a Native American suffix on it, and uh, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, but Chautauquaology. I, but I'm feeling more and more like I'm creating a world uh, that I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I know you. I know you for shit for sure. You're creating a world. Yeah, but I'm going to be sitting in a chair with a blanket over my knees, talking about snurfnabs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, and people are going to be Did like, "Did you mean thorax?" Oh, yeah, no, oh, I didn't mean thorax. Man. And I'm just like, "Well, it's been snurfnab for long enough, for yeah. long enough." Who are you to tell me it's not? Nobody. <sighs> and and you know, and I guess people are just going to say, "Oh, it was charming until until he started." I mean, I don't know, and maybe people I, say that about sex pests too. You know, the people, pest. yeah, yeah, like for a long time, they're like, "Oh, that guy's so charismatic." <laughs> He's a real ladies' man. And then pretty soon, you know, but like, you know, so we have to be careful. But I, 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 listen, I am resigned to so many things in life that other people, I, I wouldn't even say that I'm resigned, except that it's clear to me how not resigned to life most people are. I'm not even trying to be like a Buddhist here. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying like, again, our mutual uh, friend, Dan Benjamin, frequently would say things like, ah, you're getting old. And I'm like, do you know what the other option is? Like, has it not occurred to you, you're in your 50s, and it still has not occurred to you that there's only two options? There's temporarily being alive and getting, yeah. quote unquote, older versus literally being dead? It's like they say in Ireland, like whatever they say there. I mean, what, uh, every day on this side of the turf is a good one. Oh, is that what they say in Ireland? I don't know. They're... I thought they said, You know, the thing about Dan Benjamin is yeah. he would never record a show with me if he had a sniffle. Does, but he would, he was, was with a, sign, he a, sign, a, a sign of weakness. Maybe. Maybe. You don't think or, he would go straight to the doctor. He has to or go lunch. to the doctor. That's, but he never cancels your show to go to the well, he doctor. He has a prescription he, lunch. He's got to have it. He used to cancel my show all the time because it, because he had a sniffle or the door, the, the hinge had a creak he, in it. He contains, contains multitudes. He does. And he, I think my, what I'm embracing or what I'm cutting you off because I don't need it. <clears throat> I, <laughs> I don't, no. I don't need some Listen. fucking narc out there. <laughs> oh, do they do that? Do oh, they, people do they narc on each other. Say, oh, wow, oh Merlin was talking at, to John yeah. about Oh, no, let's at, not do at, that. Well, at Flummoxed fl- Feminist, did, did you hear Merlin Mantler? That's how they talk. Oh, uh, the thing is, I, I only mentioned it because you mentioned it, and then I, I realized. Know, I'm sorry. No, 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 but I realized you still do a show with him. I thought that nobody ever talked to him <sighs> Are again. Are these pictures you sent me both of Tawny Katane? No, they're not at the all. Top they're, one, the top they're one. Both, w- they're both about Mary Lou Henner. That's oh. Mary Lou Henner oh, carrying okay. a case. Stop. I she's, thought the entire time. Oh, my she's God. She's carrying a, a half rack of Miller High Life on one she, shoulder. And, and she's, she's she's wearing a real 
flattering outfit in the old days but you notice her shorts have pleats so you can kind of date where it comes from she can sit comfortably well see and so and then she's in like a little outfit but but do you want to just guess knowing everything we've talked about yes but then she became like a lifestyle coach of some kind do you know about her memory uh uh, uh, mary lou henner has a memory yeah is it a, what is it a, what I'll, happened? I'll tell you, I'll t- well, I'll tell you in a second. The fir- first thing I just want to say is, do you, based on the last 59 minutes and 11 seconds, do you want to just take a guess at who I kept imagining every time you said Mary Lou Henner? Was it Tawny Katane? No, it was the gymnast girl. Who, wasn't there a gymnast girl with a similar name? Mar- Mary oh, Lou Retton? Oh, yeah. Mary Lou Retton. I thought you were yeah. talking about Mary Lou Retton every time. Oh, but Isn't I that terrible? Know, Mary Lou Retton also very cute, but no, she that's was not, not the point, on the though. television show. Uh, she taxi. has an extremely rare um, situation. I don't want to say condition, but she, but like you know the kind of thing like the first time you ever heard about people with autism, uh, like a Kim, what's his name? I think was pretty famous for like his extraordinary memory. One of the guys that was like half of the inspiration for Rain Man. The guy you can tell you like the weather and the score for every baseball game or whatever. Did you she, ever see the the David Letterman show where like kid came on and he knew the whole New York City subway and Dave just sat uh, there and was like, "How do you get from here to here?" And the kid would tell you the subway. That route. was such a good show. It wasn't. We all we all were like, "Wow, what is that called?" I know, I know. Well, she has this. I don't know the name for this. She was on sixty Minutes one time talking about this. She has uh, a, a rather extraordinary skill, ability, condition where she's one of those. There's a name for this, and it is that like she remembers everything. Like everything. She remembers everything. Mary and Lou like, Henner remembers everything. Look up Mary Lou Henner remembers everything. Tony Danza. Tony. <laughs> Hey, look, she's, is she the boss or the sheriff? I never remember. Mary Lou Henner. She's the boss. Remembers everything. Yeah. Tell me what you find. And then Everything. That, You're saying everything. She remembers every time she opened a de- packet of Splenda. Mm, she she remembers. De- yeah, it depends on how we define that. But yeah, she has Every that. time she went to the bathroom and it wasn't a good experience. Mary. Oh, see. No, I'm not saying it's good. I don't want it. Thank you. Highly superior autobiographical memory Thank or you. H-SAM. <clears throat> and, and then what does that mean? H. Sam, highly superior autobiographical memory, you just or read H. It twice. Sam. Okay. okay <laughs> I mean, that's what it means. It's recursive. H. Sam means this, which means H. Sam. It oh, means I the see. ability to recall the slightest details of nearly every day. She at ellipses, and then under the mm, under the many advertisements. Hot. Yes. Um, I can't even. It's like throwing up. I have I, to. I think register. it answers your question, though, John. I, I, I bet. To read this I bet article. if you got access to, uh, to Mary Lou Retton, you would be able to ask her about her packages of Splenda. Well, here's Brain and Life magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rare condition. Hmm. There's only a hundred people. I think that's worldwide. what Dorothy Parker uh, wrote. Yeah. Dorothy Parker. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Wednesday, she says without hesitation. I was in Cancun, Mexico, with my boyfriend at the time, who was soon to be my first husband. But what? What then? I could remember that. You were in Cancun. That's a memorable time. I'm talking about I'm talking about Wednesday, March sixth, nineteen eighty two. Somebody right now listening to the program is like, um uh, March actually, March wasn't a Wednesday. That was a, actually that was actually a Tuesday. I didn't have Wednesdays then. Um but so she remembers everything. I wonder, would you like that? No, I would hate that. 
The guy I was talking about, by the way, and I've seen a documentary just about this guy, and I've also seen a documentary about him. There's been several things about him. He, he was kind of one of the first autistic people who was really famous for that particular. Because, mm-hmm. of course, like when we first learned about autism in the 80s, hey, everybody, shut up. This is what it was. was like there's a kid who spins plates and like you can't talk to him. But then yeah. you also learn some of these people have these, this is before Rain Man, people mm-hmm. with extraordinary abilities. And this guy, his name is Kim Peek. And he's from, oh, he's from the SLC. He passed away in 2009. Uh, let's see. And he has, oh, he had a damage to his cerebellum and his corpus callosum. You need that for the two hemispheres. Who was the one that could ride in a helicopter over London and then draw a perfect, uh, like, a perfect landscape oh. of London? And he got every window and every building right? That is, but isn't that, from my point of view, that's so terrifying to me? Well, but this was As part somebody of, who like thinks about trauma. Oh my when God. we grew up, you and I grew up, people said we only use 10% of our That's brain. That's what they, they'd say it in, in ads, in, yeah. in periodicals. And so there was 90% of 10%, our brain that was a I heard mystery. less than that. I heard we used a lot less than that. And so somebody with, with autism would do some amazing thing and we would marvel yeah, right. at it because exactly. it suggested that we had that ability to, but our That's ability was That's like deciding to become tall by getting Marfan syndrome. Huh, Yeah. Well, well, like, you know, I'm saying like, but like, there's a lot of downsides to what these folks are dealing with too. Look at Joey Ramone, although he didn't die of Morphan syndrome. But I do feel like part of this is that I do use my memory um, to re-suffer past insults. I could see and, that. I and that, see that itself that. is a trait that I don't necessarily need to have. If you remembered everything, but all you remembered was, uh, but you remembered everything in a sunny light, yeah, it might be nice. If right, I remembered right, everything, right. I'd spend all all day going like that one time that a guy at a cash register told me that I had that you know that my shoes looked like Boris Karloff, and I wish I could find that guy. <laughs> did somebody say that to you? I'm sorry a, to laugh, but someone did say that. No, I was standing on the street somewhere, and some guy with a New York accent, because this was at a time when people from New York were thinking, "Hey, maybe I'll move to uh, I'm going to move to Seattle." I remember that uh, time. Yeah, Seattle's going to be the new place, and yeah, I'm leaving. Forget about York. it. New York is a shitty place now. King County, baby. And so every once in a while, you'd be standing in Seattle, and there'd be these people like, "Hey, I moved out here, and it's uh, it's not that great. Or what the hell? Where's can't, can't get a slice of pie? Yeah, you can't even get a decent hey, bagel. Well, gravy." And so I'm standing there, and he walks by, and not even to, he doesn't even say it to me. He just says it to the air. Oh, that's he, worse. He waves at my shoes, and he goes. Hey, why does everybody in Seattle dress like Boris Karloff? <laughs> Look at this guy's shoes. Hey, he's a fucking vampire. That's a really fun reference. And I was like, what He didn't say the? Frankenstein. No, he said Boris Karloff. He said Boris Karloff specifically. Hey. I'm like, I'm like hey, well, why don't you fucking fuck? No, I had something to say at the time. I said something to him like, well, you know, it's darkness uh, falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. And uh, he, right. you know, and he's like, hey. But he, I'm walking here, and he keeps walking. Yeah, and I, but and I did you, wasn't. Did you go follow him to have a second pass? No, the thing is, it didn't strike me as an insult at the time because we did have a very distinctive thing, and I this was like, the, I bet this is the early '90s. Early '90s. This is and this I was is like, going to be Boris, Boris Karloff shoes, and forgive my saying because I know you did this for your reasons. Mm-hmm. This is also the beginning of the wallet chain time. Wallet chain time. This was uh, we were all. I, I wrote. I wrote a song making fun of people who dress like this. Mm-hmm. Um, we, he's we, sad. He missed the height of punk rock dancing. He's got a wallet chain and blah, blah, blah. yeah. So like that yeah. was a whole thing in the '90s, and people I knew started wearing wallet on a chain like a trucker. 
Mm-hmm. And, well, and, we were yeah. we were all also wearing uh, old like '60s Levi's. No, Ooh. I guess it was early '70s. Early '70s Levi's <laughs> cords. Get the date Brown right, John. cords. Brown cord. Brown. Huh. With the with the white Levi's tag that we were finding in in thrift stores. Like that's the look. Boot cut cords or whatever. Uh, yep. And 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 so he walks by and I'm like, yeah, we're not all wearing Nets jerseys or whatever. Hey, get hey. out of here with you. And you know that guy moved back to New York. Within of course, two months. I bet he moved to New Jersey. Let's be honest. Oh, sure. sure. Now he does. Now, sure, yeah, sure. He lives in Hoboken. No, he can't afford to live in Hoboken anymore. And now I don't know. He's living in East Orange. But oh, the, or West Egg. The or West Egg. But I no, forget he's which not is the good egg. egg. Which one's the good egg? West Egg is the good egg. No, one of the eggs is good. Is there a green light? The, is there a green light, Sean? Can he see it ooh. in the different egg? Doesn't he see a light? It just reminds you. It reminds you of Sam all Waterston your lost can times. see a light across the water. This I, is this yeah. is my problem. I'm always seeing the light across the water. Ah, oh, okay. I'm gonna. We gotta go. I'm on a web page uh, for a site called Applied Behavior Analysis Edu.org. Yeah. Can I tell Do you? I five, no, 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 no. I just want to read you five. I'm just reading this off the internet. Okay. Which you know, <clears throat> this is five mind blowing things Kim Peek could do that you can't. Kim Peek. He could read both pages of an open book at once. All right. He could provide instant driving directions between any two cities in the world. Um, these, some of these are a little pedestrian, but, you know, I couldn't do it. Figuring out what day anyone's birthday was on. Now, now this one, recite any Shakespeare play verbatim. Wow. Even I mean, Dame Judi Dench can't do that. Hamlet is really long. It's dense. It's a yeah. dense text. I mean, I, 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 I think people see that and they go, oh, I see the upside of that. And you're like, mm-hmm, but, you know. Well, but it's got to be crowding out the ability to talk somebody talk to somebody in a grocery store. Absolutely. What if you had an anecdote about corduroy pants? As you know, that means heart of the king in French. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, there's a self checkout. You should. Sir, this is a Wendy's. There used to be a gal. There used to be a gal here. Her name had a noun, (laughs) and uh, it was like it had a vowel and. Two, but wait two a minute, that was, that was 60 years ago. Oh, that was, oh. you remember back then they would deliver the carts to your house and they had a cattle train. Uh, <laughs> the, hats, the hats were so. Uh. The, problem, the problem is that onion on my belt uh, line. <laughs> I hear that six times a week Because you now. went over to Shelbyville to get a heel for your shoe. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you know what we used to do? Yeah, and oh, somebody boy. will go, oh, wear an onion on your belt? And I'm like, why do you have that cultural reference now to use against me? Thank you, Simpsons, for yeah, that's, giving that's everybody a comeback. Not, we're not all Grandpa Simpson. Like, some of us are Jasper. <laughs> that's a bad one. <laughs> Wait, I can't even do it right. Let me do another one. Mm. That, that's a bad one. That's a little better. Yeah. Staring Isn't that racist sandals. now? Staring Staring my sandals. have to stop doing that? That's a bad one. You, you do a Simpsons voice now. You never do voices on here. Oh, no, no, no. You do a squeaky no. voice sometimes. I do it, uh, you know, my own voice. Oh, you know what? The other what? night. What? The other night I what? said... It was time for my daughter to go to bed. Yeah. And I said, time to get into bed and put on your jammies. And she said, you're doing, you're doing the voice from the sleep app, the go to sleep app. Like a, like a calm or something. Yeah. Calm app. And I said, I don't know what that is, but no, I'm not. I'm just saying go to bed. And she said, you should do that. You should record you, sleep app stuff. Well, I, that would be smart just because, you know, revenue stream, you can't leave money on the table. But also I, I would like it if you did start specifically and perhaps only talking to your daughter in a way where you leaned in and said things like that. Now right. find yourself closing your eyes and that 
that would not be creepy. I think, I think everybody would appreciate. You well, know, maybe, maybe your maybe your sister sister partner daughter uh, friend would like that. You go in, you get you give her a little shake, well, and you say, you know, you you are competent at what you do and like computers. And like you, you give her something that's kind of like, you know, uh, increase her vocabulary or something. I just worry that if mm. I did it all the time, that all of our listeners with ASMR would <laughs> not be able to keep their pants on. ASMR is not a condition. Their, their pants would all fall to the floor you, every time they listen to a you show. Enjoy the whooshing sound of your pants being <laughs> I'm I might have to get a different compressor. Fender Starcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Klamath, hang on, <clears throat> I got a few more. Let's keep. Klamath, let's do a few more, and then we'll Klamath we'll thing out. <clears throat> Klamath Basin, Seattle is built on an isthmus. Archipelago, the Gulag Archipelago. That's first not. That's not. Ah, shit. I'm not. I'm first gonna, edition. Not, f- first, first edition. Huh. Huh. I think. I think you need to weigh at least two hundred and fifty pounds. To be able to have the resonance. Yeah. And you, you do sound like you're slowly chucking somebody with a screwdriver while you're reading them the Bible. <laughs> <laughs>